Welcome to the Random Assortment. It's your boy at Shawnsmanship. That's S-H-A-U-N-S-M-A-N-S-H-I-P on Instagram. Go over and hit that follow button for me one time. Also, follow our show page, the Random Assortment Podcast, also on IG. One time for me so you can follow us and see what we all talking about and what's random on this week of the Random Assortment. So here on the Random Assortment, what we do is discuss various random topics of my choosing of the week and based upon my guest or counterpart for the week. And we also discuss culture, we discuss food, and we definitely going to get into some entertainment things. I would like to say wherever you are, near and far, thank you for listening. I appreciate you because you could be anywhere, but you're here with me today at the Random Assortment, and I definitely want to get into some random things. Today, I definitely have a special guest, my friend, Terry Perry from the Bronx, New York, who I've known for definitely over a decade now. Uh, I don't maybe over a decade. A, a decade and some change, I think, now. Like, maybe a decade and two, uh, two years, maybe. Uh, what year was... Oh, let's not get into that. I'm about to get deep. <laughs> <laughs> Already, right? We just started... Nah, it was back in my Coogee days, definitely. Definitely three one one days. Yo, yeah, that was still back. Whatever years that is, three one one. That's what I meant to. <laughs> nah, I definitely did a stint for three one one for a couple of years. I worked for the city. We, you know, we covered some governmental services and all of that. You know, boring phone. <laughs> excuse my language, but listen, my boy TP has done various film and production sets and also wardrobe for movies such as Derek and Lucas, Acted of Vengeance, Howl, Front Cover, Welcome to the Punch, and even Men in Black 3, which I know we all know. He's definitely done some styling for State of the Culture. And lastly, he did style Ebony on Real Housewives in New York. So I want to give it up for him and welcome him to the show today. What's good? What's the vibes? What's up, Brody? Yo, I need that introduction to wake up every day to get motivation. <laughs> like, like if you have something like that to listen to every day, it just makes life a lot more. It, like, it, it gets yeah. you ready. Like, you know, you got to get a proper introduction. Like, you definitely... I'm Listen, I was definitely nervous about this show today, but I'm here with my boy today. You know, we've been friends for a minute, and I'm definitely honored to have him here. So definitely, definitely I'm shout out to, to you. You know, shout out to you for joining me today. And we're going to definitely get into some random things. My first random question I want to ask you, I'm just going to hit you right off the bat. Okay. Since you're a stylist, and I know you, you, you stay in a good piece, what, what's the three fashion don'ts? Uh, three fashion don'ts? Three fashion don'ts that you would not recommend. See, the thing about fashion is, to me at least, like, it's really no don't. It's like, because fashion is, everything is risk. Like, you taking it on your own risk and everything is like. Yeah. So, damn, but three fashions don't. Um, hmm. That's a, that's, a, that's a tough one, huh? No, it is. Because, like, I feel like fashion is a risk anyway. Yeah, so like, there's no everything. limits. Like, you, you, you got to yeah, break that limit to get to like, that fit that you're looking for. Yeah. Like, everything is a don't. That, like, I like that, though. That's a, that's a smart answer. Like, there are no don'ts in fashion. Yeah. So there's like, nothing that you just absolutely would never, ever recommend put on, like. 
I, I think the number one, and it's for everyone, and it applies to everyone. A fashion don't is don't. Well, make sure you wear your size. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's definitely one for the books. Because sure a lot of people don't know their sizes out here. Like, man, it be things squeezing and popping, and it, it. I don't know, like how we get here. Yeah. I definitely um, like so that one. That's that's definitely my answer to that question <laughs> <laughs> nah so do you listen to podcasts like wh- i do yeah like what are your three favorite podcasts right now that's in rotation right now i love Nas and um miss info podcast okay um it's so good like i actually got to catch up on last week episode miss info and- from the from the radio from High 97, okay. yeah. She go by her real name on um, the show. I think me, I don't know her real name, but yeah, it's Nas in this info. That's like on my top. Like, um, number two would be, would you consider Drink Champs a podcast, even though it airs on I would, though. TV? It, it, it is like still like a podcasty setup. Like a round table, you got microphones. So I would definitely throw that in a podcast category. Definitely Nori and DJ EFN. And that's a dope one. I definitely like that one. No, I just was watching, um, um, you know, um, dang, what is his name? An old school rapper from Queensbridge. Uh, Shin. Yeah, Shin. He battled like KRS-One back in the days. But yeah, I just saw that. So that's number two. Drink Champs. And um, number three, I got to throw in my girl EKW, Ebony K. Williams, like holding in court. Hey. Over there on um, the Charlemagne uh, podcast network. I think it's called Black Effect. But yeah, she has a show called Holding Court, which is very like, if you need to know your law, you need to know something. And we like, do need to know the law. She breaks it down to like us, like people of color speaking. Like she talks to us like, Yo, yeah. this is what it is. This is what this word means. You know, yeah, in like, terms we can understand. Yeah, like, that's, like, that's a must. Definitely. I got to check that out. I definitely met Ebony. I remember that day. We was in Harlem. We was on Linux, right? Yeah. I forgot. We I think we was going to the little Mexican spot. What's that? Uh, Cantina. Cantinas. And she was definitely super cool, super down to earth, super dope. Walking down Linux with uh, uh, Birkin. Exactly. Like, just <laughs> of course, with you, though, of course, right by her side. Like, you know, pieces on deck. I'm like, I would only meet this lady if I wasn't with this <laughs> here. Like, this nigga from the Bronx. Like, yo, y'all, y'all just don't understand. I definitely appreciate the boy. So, who are your favorite designers? My personal favorites? Or, like, favorites, like, I like to, like, just, that works well with, like, most clients. Or Your personal favorites. Oh, my personal favorites. Yeah. Uh, so, my personal favorites will be definitely, uh, Anything BBC Pharrell related, like that's I have the whole logo of of that clothing line tatted on me. Like that's my <laughs> I love her. Like Pharrell's one of my favorite like fashion. He's like so um I be all over the place. So when I have cons- uh, consultations with like clients and stuff, I always, yeah. always ask them what's their three favorite like their fashion icon, and Pharrell's like num- number one fashion icon. Okay. So definitely be Pharrell with his BBC. Um, definitely, I like Dior. Oh, and then my last would be Supreme. Nice. Definitely that's a that's a nice little lineup. 
definitely streetwear. Yeah, like definitely very New York. Classy. Sure. Okay, check you out. So I am joined here again by my boy Terry Perry. And right now, we're going to definitely get into another random topic for today's episode. And today's, this, this topic is not so random. I think this topic is, is like on the tip of everybody's tongue right now. Even though the situation happened probably, what, two weeks ago now? Two weeks ago. Three. Three weeks ago. Thursday, Sunday. Yeah, three, three weeks Sunday. ago, the Oscars aired. And we all witnessed Will Smith get out of his seat and smack fire out of Chris Rock. And went back to his seat and proceeded to scream at him to keep his wife's out of his mouth so th that was like crazy like nutty to see like for me especially because we talking about will smith like mm -hmm. for me like will smith is like the poster friend. boy yeah like he's the poster boy for like the crossover black actor in hollywood like He's the fucking Queen Latifah of the Yo. Queen Latifah. Like, <laughs> like, they came from hip-hop. They've always been, like, squeaky clean. Like, you know? Yeah. You never see them. You wouldn't even think he'll step on a, a grape. Nah, like, you, you would never imagine him, especially at a especially. show like that. Like, you, you just wouldn't imagine him doing no that. So that was just funny based upon that. Like, I thought it was fake at first because, like, Chris kind of moved with him. Like, it looked like he kind of did the pseudo move it with looked, him or something. It looked like he put his face in. Yeah. And that's why I thought it was fake. But then, like, you could see, like, Chris was, like, stumbling afterwards. He couldn't even complete his speech. Like, so I was like, damn. But do you think Will was wrong? Mm. And I, I, that's what everybody is talking about. Like, and has been talking about for the last three weeks now. Like, it's just crazy. Like, it hasn't died. Like, it just constant conversation surrounding it. So, I keep it a rack. Okay. Love it. We love to be I think Will was wrong for a few reasons. And what, 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 okay, I was about to say what you know, made, it's, it made him wrong because the time and place where it was at. I think it was that. I think it's like you, you front row at an award show mm -hmm. with a comedian hosting. You, you, you know, you in the direct line of fire. Like it, it's just something that you expect. And on top of that, he's your friend. It's not like y'all don't, you know, like y'all don't have no association with each other. Y'all like allegedly, <laughs> true, allegedly, because I don't know. Allegedly, but you know they have pictures together. They can be cordial, cordial. True, but they all have pictures together, like him, but, Jada. But I've never saw them on pictures, like internet pictures, like vacation. Out there. It's always at an event they have. Pictures right, that's true too. I definitely always see a picture of them like at an event somewhere, yeah, like, and it's like the three of them together. But it, you know, yeah, it looks kind of like they friendly. He's not in their backyards in Indian style with Will. <laughs> that's true, too. So th that's what I kind of base my observation over. Like, they probably, they can have some kind of, like, relationship. Mm -hmm. Regardless, you know, over the years. They have like a work, a work relationship. Yeah, like, even if we co-workers. But if we co-workers for over a decade, you know, it's something a, a little more, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't call it, but I would think so. Especially knowing Will's nature, like. He's just like friendly, you know, guy. And oh, and they definitely worked like, on the show with Tisha Campbell together too. Like damn, they're the all the brothers and Will Smith. Oh, they um did all of us. This is no, this yeah. is us. No, oh no, it, um that was that was Tony Rock. Okay, I know it was one of the rocks on that. Yeah, that was Tony Rock. But, but yeah. he did do an episode of um the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, uh, Chris Rock. Yeah, so like they they've all been 
in the same rooms together. Mm-hmm. You know, they know each other's families likely. You you would think. I think Will is just he's dealing with something deeper than the smack. Yeah. Personally. Something is he's not happy with something in his life. Yeah. I definitely would say that too. Like you could tell, like because initially it looked like he started laughing, like with everybody else. Like he did until Jada gave him that look. That look, like, like and he just saddled up, like whoa. And you know what? I take that. You know what else I will um, piggyback off of? Like when Jada gave him that look. So you never know what, like we never know what people do behind closed doors, right? Word. And she said she has she's suffering from alopecia, right? Yeah. Who knows what the nights Will was there when she was crying, losing her head. Like Will was there through that trauma Facts. with her, so he know that's the, the um kryptonite. Well, that's true, and we we don't know if um I don't know if Chris Rock knew or not that you know Jada right, had alopecia no. too. But she did she did say it she when she shaved her hair off. I think it was sometime last year. She just mentioned like you know she was suffering from hair loss. She never said alopecia. She was like I was suffering from hair loss. And that was like on her I think her Red Table Talk show right. where she mentioned that. Okay. So, but now going on Chris Rock's side, like this is what he do. He make jokes like he's a comedian like this is Facts. what people are expecting we like, had an award show she looked like gi jane to me like, <laughs> <I didn't>... <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> like me too like that's her brand to me like she always bullheaded and wow strong looking like right. so she just looked like she fit the role like i don't know like straight from Wakanda, maybe he she should have said she coming from Wakanda. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> I think because it was a white woman and a white movie, and she would say she was a soldier from Wakanda too. That would have hit a little different. Yeah, a little different. A little he probably different. wouldn't have got smacked out of him that night. Nah, nah I, I definitely wasn't expecting Will to do that, but it, it was definitely entertaining. Like that's that night is gonna go down in TV history for a long time. It overshadowed him actually winning his award facts and he won i think the most prestige like the most important award of the night yeah which that's is, that's not, yeah so it's unfortunate and you know how many times he's, he's been up for that for like three times i think this was the third time one for ali the other one was for um concussions you ever saw that when he played the doctor and um he plays a, a doctor who's um who checks nfl football players and, and they have no, i've never they, seen that one um, it's a pretty good movie um and then Actually, I'm watching King Richard right now. It's playing on my TV. Oh, right I, now. I I haven't seen that, but I do want to see that though. It's good. I don't, I don't know what he won over. Oh, <laughs> oh damn! I think he should give it. I think they should take it. They should take that like revoke. Nah, that would be crazy. So, what do you feel about his ten year ban? Oh, so they banning him from like the Oscars for ten years? I don't think he really cares about it. Like, it's just kind of like it was something he was expecting. You know, he wrote his big long apology and honestly i think everybody has been talking about boycotting the oscars for a long especially like you know black people because they more notably do you know the backstory of that put me on i just know that a lot of people be saying they're gonna boycott the oscars because they're racist and you know people have different examples um no they they did because i remember one year uh the oscar the oscars didn't nominate anybody that was black and like the leading roles hmm so the following year, this is like 2015. So 2016, when the Oscars came around, Chris Rock was named the host. And Chris Rock went in on the Smiths. He went like, and like, 
he went in about the whole movie that Will was nominated, which was the concussion movie where he played the um, doctor for NFL football players. Mm. And he was dragging them, like, telling like, y'all wasn't even invited here. Like, so y'all going kind of what? Like, oh. <laughs> like, so, you know. Damn. So I think it was a little, like, tension. Uh, it was a little buildup. Yeah. See, and, and you would never know that, like, like. If you wasn't like watching or you wasn't like in tune, you would have never known that that happened. Yeah, like, yeah, fan listeners, what's your fans is called? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's a good question. I don't don't even know if I got any fans right now. Oh, but you know what? Google that, y'all. The Oscars 2016 when Chris Rock hosts. Yo. What you was going to say? I do. I I asked you a question earlier, which was your three favorite podcasts, and I did want to say mine's too. Oh yeah, you forgot. What is your three favorite podcasts? So for my three favorite podcasts, my first one is gonna be the breakdown, and that's by Sean King. (laughs) Nah, I'm laughing. We gonna get into why I'm laughing later, but this is. We want your podcast to go somewhere. So, Listen, you gonna say nothing about Sean King? At this no, nothing. This is just my one of my top three favorite podcasts. My okay. um, my second one, honestly, and this honestly might be the first one over Sean King, but I think Sean King is more important than this one, so I had to put Sean King ahead of this one. But the second one is gonna be Guys Next Door, dope podcast. I don't know if y'all listen to that, but it, it's um by three guys, Mouse Jones. This guy, Fly Guy Rye, and uh, Mac Wilds, actually. Okay. So, yeah, the three of them, you know, they're all from New York. they all around my age. And, you know, they just be talking about different random topics and shit. That, that's a dope podcast. Um, My last one, and a lot of people might know this one already, is The Read. That's probably the... Oh. You know The Read, but I think yeah, her name is Crystal and Kid Fury. Yeah, Kevin Fury. So, uh, um, um, they've definitely Dustin been doing that. that. Host, Dustin, that host, holding court with Ebony K. Williams. Yeah, he's um the writer for that show. For the read, mm-hmm. that's her co-host. Dope. And the read has been mm-hmm. going for a minute. Like yeah, they've been rocking the TV show. Yeah, they've been over. I would, I feel like it's ten years, maybe coming to ten years. Like they've been on for a minute. Yeah, they definitely one of the probably the longest podcasts I've been listening to. Of all of the three, I'm surprised that no one said Joe Button podcast. Mmm, is is that would you consider that one of your top favorite podcasts? Nothing, nothing on my top. Oh, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> but I, a lot of people do listen to Joe's podcast. No, so. they do. No, it, that, and it's that, dope. I definitely, even though I don't yeah. watch it, like it's always on my stories and in my feeds. Yeah. Like it's in my reels on my. Snap like that be everywhere. All that aggressiveness. I live in New York already. So. You're right. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> it's too much energy. Like, yeah. Can we bring like, it down I, a little still, bit? You see, I got Nas, like Nori, yeah, Ebony. Like that's so. And he be calm, bugging on man. it. He talking about a lot of crazy, <laughs> shit, you know, announcements about being gay, some kind of cryptic. <laughs> shit. He had Nikki on there talking some other crazy. <laughs> shit. So he, he be going a little. You gotta know what's going on. So it's it's, it's kind of dope in that aspect to me. You know anything featuring Nicki, I'm gonna check out. You know the vibes. <laughs> so yeah, I, 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 I,
so um what are you listening to right now like what's what's the vibes like because i'm not in new york city no more unfortunately i moved out of new york city y'all uh, probably about a year ago Fabio is my favorite, and I just started listening yeah, to him. Yeah, that's crazy because I'm listening to Fabio too. He's my favorite. Like I just started listening to him like two weeks ago. <laughs> but he's and a- I've been on him hard, like, and that's crazy. Like, uh, like my moves definitely been on some drill. Like that's that's the vibe right now. Yeah, Fabio and drill. Okay, that's the feel for New York City. That's what's going on. Mm-hmm. What's some? Like it's gonna be a drill summer. Oh, I like that. I did hear this crazy drill song the other day. I think her name was Kita or some sh. I don't know the name oh. of the song though, but this song was crazy. Song went off. I gotta ask about that. So, what are some good restaurants out there in New York City right now? Like, what's your your favorite spot to sit down and get a bite at? I love um sushi and ramen. So it's a good, like, sushi and ramen spot on, like, 34th near Macy's. Okay. That's sushi and ramen. In New York City, city, you would say? I I would say. I I love it. And everyone I've brung there go back, and they love it. Like, so it's, like, definitely. um, Definitely that. Uh, Definitely when I be trying to be on my vegan stuff. Ooh. You know, like, P.S. Kitchen. Definitely a good vegan vibe. Nah, definitely. Italian vegan at that, too. Yeah, and definitely quality, like, plating and shit. Mm-hmm. Good food. Cloth, tablecloth. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's an intricate experience. It's not like yes, that regular yeah. rinky-dink. Like, uh, you know, yo, shout out to Harlem, but it's not... What's that spot in Harlem, the vegan place? Vegan. Not vegan, but you know, they food is not that good to us, too. But shout out to <laughs> vegan, because, love, you know, they be doing the thing. Yeah, You're right. We you know, go 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 out there and, and uh, support our black owned businesses out there. Support vegan, but it's the other one that's on Madison and One Twenty Fifth. I know they ain't there. It's the takeout joint. I can't remember what it's called right now for some reason. But yeah, it's a little vegan. Uptown vegan. Yeah, Uptown Veg. That's it. Mm. Like you know, you can't really sit in there that's type joint. So P.S. Kitchen is a, what on like Fifty Fourth Street or Fifty First? Yeah, it's close to Times Square, but yeah, yeah I think it's, it's somewhere in between those streets, and then that's definitely a dope vegan experience. I am a mm-hmm. vegan, everybody. You probably didn't know. I've been a vegan for three years, honestly. T.P. It, it has been longer, right? I think it's, it's probably it's closer like to long. four years now. Yeah. Um. TP actually put me on a lot of vegan products when I first started, to be honest. So for me, it's been like a full-fledged transition. Like, I don't eat nothing that has meat. You see me reading ingredients all day. Like, I need to know down to the damn food coloring what the hell I'm going to be eating type shit. So, it, but I like it, you know. And what's been fun for me now is, like, transitioning those old things that I used to eat all the time into, like, these new things now, veganized Using different ingredients, oyster mushrooms and tofu. I just learned about that. Oh, the, the, the fried oyster, oyster mushroom. Mm. I saw someone make a Philly cheesesteak with that. Yo, and you can make some busting fried chicken. Mm. If you fry them joints for probably like about four minutes and double batter them. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like the texture inside even look like chicken. Like, nah, no. No, I, I, it was my, I just recently saw an oyster mushroom. For the first time, like a week ago, and I was like, "What is that?" Word, like it's a crazy mushroom. It's crazy to kind of hard to clean too, because you can't like just soak it, because the the moisture will soak up all the water. 
you gotta like wipe it down. It, it, it's it's intricate, but it's good though. It be busting. Hit different. Shout out to Chef Joya online. Like if y'all go check out her page on Instagram. She's one of the dope soul food vegan chefs that I definitely love to watch. She be posting videos and recipes. She got cookbooks and she got seasoning. So definitely go check her out. Also, since we talking about things of that nature, I want to give a shout out to Das of Daishi, who is my uncle's wife. Um, and she has a pot line. She also has a line of seasoning. So go celebrate my family and, you know, spend a few of your uh, dollars from your paycheck you know, and your job. You know, you, know? you understand? Like, I'm going to talk to her because we definitely got to hook you up with that. I know. <laughs> Yo, she just did a, a pot line and she has like this crazy black cast iron pot that's like really, really beautiful. And I've been looking for a cast iron pot. Yeah. Now, what is it again? So she has a. She, uh, um, the line is called Dash of Daisy. Dash of Daisy. Uh, Daisy, yeah, D A C Y. Oh, Daisy. Yep. Okay. So go type that into a Google search. You're definitely going to see her website pop up. And she got all the line of seasonings there with the potware. Um, I think she got utensils now, too. So, yeah, they, they definitely blowing up. Her. Shout out to her and my uncle. And they just got married uh, last year around this time. It's a beautiful ceremony. So we got a little sidetracked or whatever, but that's cool. That's cool. Um, but we want to get into our last topic of the day. And Already it's time to go? Jeez. Yo, funnily, we've been recording for a half an hour now. Really? Yeah, oh, wow. been a full half an hour show, no breaks. That's crazy. Just me and my boy TP out here chatting on the random assortment. Yo, um, don't forget to follow me. At Seansmanship, that's S-H-A-U-N-M-A-N-S-H-I-P. Follow my boy TP. What's your Instagram? Yeah, all night he's calling me Terry Perry, but it's Sir Terry. Sir Terry Perry. Excuse <laughs> but, me. Yeah. I got that edit in the beginning, and I should have put it in my notes a little bigger. Excuse me, Sir Terry Perry. No, you know the first episode. The first episode. You know, it's, it's a rough one. Yeah, it's not it, rough. You know, you're gonna, you're gonna you understand? Ride the wave. We're gonna right. get this wave right. Right. Um, but my IG is uh, Sir Terry with a Y, not an I. B Perry. Simple. Nice. Okay, so y'all go follow my boy. Go check out what he got going on. You know, he keep a good peace. In the arsenal, ready to go. He be out here styling, you know, for the podcast, you know, for the television shows and all that. So he, he definitely keeps something good in rotation. Y'all go check him out for me one time. And this last topic is going to be Jesse Smollett. I hope I'm saying his name right because I'm not even sure if I am. Jesse Smollett? It, yeah, it got a T. But I don't know if it's silent. Don't ask yeah, me. It's different. They, they, you know, they bougie. Just them people. So they going juicy where I'm from. <laughs> juicy small Juicy, yo, that video was wild funny. So, what do you think about like what's going on in the case think surrounding him, him as a person? No, what do you think about what's going on oh, in the case? case? You know, the fact that oh, he. I think if it was a, a regular person, they would have just got fucking 500 hours of community service like but being that it was a popular black gay man mm. who lied 
Mm-hmm. I usually throw allegedly, but I don't think it's allegedly needed in this story. I like a good allegedly. <laughs> Listen, they can't indict you unless they have evidence. So they had enough evidence to get a indictment to take it to trial. To do, like, you know, it, it just, yeah. it's like, you know, you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. What was the question? <laughs> Case, right? Yeah, like what, what's your so, thoughts so about? Like, I said, if, if, if it was a regular person, I don't think they would have went so hard and tried to tear. Like at the end of the day, like you're really tearing this man mentally down. Like you know, Word. even though he lied, like I, I know people lied about worse things. Definitely. Like I'm sure the crime rate in L, I mean LA, in um Chicago. Through the roof, bro, all the time. So y'all wasting all And we know that the Chicago right? PD is also crooked. That's right. that's like PD historically true. Yeah, PDs are everywhere, but definitely the Chicago Anything. PD. They've been caught in multiple scandals surrounding murders and trying to hide mm-hmm. information about cases and shit. So they they just on a different level of like trickery with this shit. like so me personally, I just it the, the story doesn't make sense to me because why, like, would I pay somebody to beat me up? And then what's going to happen after that is my question. A hoax. You, you became this, um, this GoFundMe. They would have started a GoFundMe for him <laughs> getting beat up. Like, not a GoFundMe. Be- <laughs> Yo, not Jesse Smollett needs a GoFundMe. That man is from a very astute family. Well, he is, but they would have set it up, like, just because they feel so bad, the sympathy, like, so this is how we're going to show we love you. Here's this money that you can, like, pay your bills or something because you're going to be out of work. Yeah. Because you got beat up and shit like that. I think it's just being a... And you know, when you're a survivor, you're looked at as a hero, too. Mm. So being a black gay man that survived a brutally black gay attack by Trump supporters. Like, this is all he said. He was like, I, I think they was Trump supporters. I saw MAGA hats. Like, and two... Do you know some brolic African motherfuckers? <laughs> <laughs> like, you tell yeah, me, th- you that part know, always puzzles me. I don't understand. You, 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 Sean, if you jump me, I'm going to know you jump me. Right, like, <laughs> whether I got a MAGA hat on or not. Even right You, you going to still know it's like, me, especially with my fat gonna, <laughs> cheeks. <laughs> you will definitely see so, me under this. It was, just like, it was just too. But I can't say, I can see them too. Like, you know, devil advocate, devil's advocate. Um, I can see them trying to make a name for themselves and like really wanting to beat him up. So it's like, yeah. but I'm more on Jesse's lying side than <laughs> Jesse's not lying side. Yeah, like I, I don't know. It's just, it, it's too many missing pieces for me, and like I just didn't want to be quick what to. What pieces is missing for you? For me, honestly, like, I just don't see what he could personally gain from hiring somebody to beat him up. Like, even if it, like, that wouldn't necessarily agree that he was going to get more time on the show. Like, let's say, like, they was going to, you know, cut him back. Who knows what that would took him? He would have, you saw he sat down on Robin Roberts soon after. Like, you know, the media was picking up. So, you know, once his immediate, like, you know, hot story, like, he's all through the media. Like, before then, his album wasn't getting this much media yeah, definitely the like, notoriety he wasn't getting this much like people getting middle America didn't know Jesse Smollett facts 
that's definitely true. Like besides him being on the show every week, Empire, yeah. that definitely brought besides a lot of attention that, to like, him. But they were saying at the time, I think that they were cutting his roles basically for whatever reason. And pretty much he hired these two black guys to then come and beat him up, you know, which would then garner him attention and get him clout, basically. And fame's a weird drug. It definitely is. But I, I honestly, I don't see him doing that. I, don't, I just don't know why, but I, I don't see him actually paying somebody to do that. I, so I feel like so the police... I know. I feel like the police department is definitely tricky. And they, they be doing their bull****. And I feel like they started saying that he was guilty before, like, the case was even concluded. Like, in the introductory stages of the case. Sense. I said he was guilty before. But you can't assume that this client is guilty. And you, you, you from the police department, like, that's a no-no. You can't just go out there and talk as if he's guilty already because it sways the public's opinion. And so now everybody's saying, well, you know, well, the police chief said... That this man is guilty. So you you know, I felt like it was a lot of a lot of that happening, and then it was a lot of these videos of people Ooh, running. Eat subways at two a.m. Like <laughs> Sub Zero Bliss. What was it? It was a, a blizzard or some shit. Uh, no, it was like some. It was something like it was below zero degrees in Chicago. Yeah, two a.m. Like going to subway. Like, I never. I never had that. I smoke weed. Like, I never wanted Subway at that smoke weed. Like, <laughs> and, they, and it was saying that... Like, and you had a Subway by you on Gun Hill that'd be open every night in a gas station. I still have a Subway by Yo. me and I don't go to that. Like, it's just too much. And then you didn't know what Clorox smelled like when they poured it on you. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just like... Yeah, it was a lot of missing pieces for me too, but I, I don't know for some reason like strongly I felt like he didn't do it. I honestly so you, do. So my question to you is do you feel like he should have went to jail? No. A good 100 days? They only gave him, what, 120 days or something? Three months? No, I don't feel like he should have went to jail. And his brother, you know his brother's been doing these videos on his Instagram. Oh, no, I don't follow them. <laughs> I follow... Die, get, I'm dead. I follow. I follow Jussie personally, and his brother has been on his page. He's been, like, posting these little videos about the judge that's associated with the case and a lot of the information that he, like, omitted from the case. He wouldn't let them present. So there's a video of some guy in a store and this is supposed to be like you can see the two guys running away and these two guys reportedly according to the employee of the store are Caucasian. So the judge for some reason wouldn't let that video air for the like people in the trial and he was also controlling who could speak like he's like all oh, the people in the front row you know they can't speak like it was a lot of that going on and then with the police department also being sus it just felt like a lot of build up of and like no like solid information like that says that he actually committed a crime i just don't see him being I don't know. I, I don't see him lying about that, but that's what a lot of people think. He that is true. This is what I know. <laughs> <laughs> this is fact. Yeah, yeah. He's just a liar. Yeah, I heard it straight from my boy TP. So, what's next for you, Terry? Um, let, next, let the world know. Like, uh, career wise, career wise for sure. Like, or um, you know, if there's anything else that's coming up next that you would like to mention, you know, the floor is open. What's next? I think I'm just really trying to, um, I've been styling for like 10, well, working in wardrobe on TV and film for like 10 plus. Cause you know, it's, it's, and that's what we should have got into too. Like the difference of 
stylists and styling and the mm. different like you can we can let's a, let's talk about it you could be a kmart stylist and nothing against <laughs> kmart but you know catalog and stuff like that and then you know people who actually work on tv and film and stuff it's levels but definitely levels i think the next step for me is to step from behind the camera to in front of the camera mm. to like really like start doing like fashion corresponding work and um red carpet interviewing people and they looks and breaking down looks and doing fashion makeovers and like okay. really like being in front of being a personality and you definitely have the personality for that like let me tell you something like when we out i can almost guarantee that some shit is gonna happen if terry perry's in the building somebody might get pushed down a flight of steps Somebody might get kicked into a stall and have a footprint on their hoodie when we leaving. Security might be thrown out the spot. Like, I just don't... You just never know. But you're going to know that TP is in the building when he's stepping. All in good fun, All the time. And in good energy. For me, like, you know, we always have good energy, good chemistry. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we all go out all the time, especially in New York City. You know, it's always a little after-hours spot to hit. So just be vibes, like that's it. Um, definitely be vibes. Very renewing, you know. Yeah, because you always have your guards up. And I think it's even harder coming from New York because everybody in New York is like in constant competition. Like New York is a tough space to live in. Definitely. Like, here in the country, it's just so lax, and, you know, everybody be chilling, but New York is, it, like, if you're going to go to New York, you better be ready for the wolves. And, two, I don't think, um, in the country, it doesn't have the resources like uh, L.A. or uh, New York or, uh, like, even Atlanta that's coming, well, has been, like, moving in, like, the TV and film industry. Facts. So the sources is limited to like those little small states and stuff like that. Where New York is just like, it's opportunities, but it's like, how are you going to get this opportunity? How are you going to put pressure to gain this access to a world that's so, so unrealistic to others, you know? Yeah. How are you going to be the standout is the question. Yeah. And two, how are you going to deal with this success? Like, I'm the first generation in my family to ever actually do what I love, right? Yeah. And to do something that everyone wants to do. Facts. Or have connections with people that they watch they watch their show, but they see me with a picture with them or having dinner with them. So it's like, how do I deal with that? Like, you know, like sometimes, and I was having this conversation with someone like, it's hard for me because I'm still struggling, like yeah. with just dealing with being successful and just being having access to an industry that really wasn't made for us. Yeah, and it's kind of hard to finagle. It's hard when you don't have like somebody guiding you and showing or have you someone ropes. who already did it. Yeah. yeah, so everything I'm doing is like breaking ground, like like for the first time. Like, but that's super dope that you know that you can go and you know break that ground and break those barriers. There's so many people like stuck in like a wheel and they they can't get outside of that. So. You've definitely been an inspiration to me. Like to see you, you know, work constantly and all the time. 
and definitely go from behind and even a little bit to in front, like instead of the coach, I would say you were in some scenes, like we've seen you doing your styling thing. So it's been a dope journey. Definitely been a dope journey. It's definitely been a dope journey. It's been a hard journey. And I I wouldn't say stuff didn't kick off to my 10-year mark. Mm, To that decade mark? That decade. That's when it took off. Yeah, and, like, even before the decade, it was taking off, and, like, I, I had gigs and stuff, but, like, just taking off to do, like, like I don't know what it's like. Like, I do know what it was like because I've had a nine-to-five, but in the last few years, like, I don't know what it's like to be, like, content to a desk or an office space or, like, yeah. whatever it is, like, to, like, just and not work on my goals and my dreams and, like, making someone else rich. yeah. That's good, like, to have that kind of freedom. That's that's hard to attain, especially out here where you, you know you don't have those pointers. So. At all, like, no pointers. Like, yeah. everything I do is, is, is it's off of the face of the universe. But that makes it more gratifying, right, to know that... It does. You, know, you did this yourself, and you didn't need... But it still makes it more hard. Yeah, it too, does. But because do you, it's like... Do you think Go you ahead. could also ask more? Like I can't, but who am I ask if they never been in this position? True. They never, they never been dealt these cards. Like you know, mm. like everyone has life experience and been through something in life, but everyone doesn't have the tool to give you the advice to get you through life. Like, right. <laughs> like, how am I going to get to the next step? And yeah. even like, if your your next step might not be the same as my next step, so that's that's definitely hard to gauge. For real. For real. Man, but you you definitely finagling it, you know. We making it through with said, prayer, man. <laughs> my favorite quote is from Mariah Carey. I'm trying to do the best with. I'm trying to do the best I can with what I got. <laughs> <laughs> like, Listen, it's true. Like, I like that, and I'm here too. You know, like this is definitely my first time creating a podcast, and I wanted to do a podcast for probably over a year now. So more than you lying. Right. <laughs> I feel it's been like three years. It's been way before the pandemic. Yo, it's been a minute. Fun fact, y'all. I was um gonna do a podcast initially with Terry and with another one of our friends, but um some of my topics were a little more serious than the rest of the groups. You know, they wanted to do more entertainment uh topics. So we, we kind of, you know, decided not to do it based upon that. But I, that's why I'm definitely happy to have you on this first episode right here, right now. You know, it's, it's like, definitely has come full circle. And it's definitely therapeutic. Yo, it is, right? Just to get on and be able to shoot the shit with my boy, like, keep yeah, it 100. Yeah, and then you don't know who this is going to reach to inspire them or just give them an insight of maybe how... They can break in. Oh, that's what we should have talked about too. Like, how can I break into the industry? What do I need to do? Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe he'll have me back. Guys. Yeah, you, you listen. You already, you definitely are going to be a repeat guest, <laughs> and we can definitely get into some more topics. But yo, know, that's all we have for y'all today. I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank my boy TP for being the first guest of my first episode on the Random Assortment. <laughs> Listen, we on a budget, you understand? Right, but we getting right. through. We're going to have a commercial we're next week. To do the best with what we got. 
<laughs> Yo, y'all take it easy. Again, go and follow me at Seansmanship and also go and follow the Random Assortment Podcast on Instagram. Follow my boy TP for me one more time. Give him your IG page. It's Sir, S-I-R dot Terry, no I, just a Y, B Perry. So Sir dot Terry D Perry, IG. And that's on Instagram as well. Yo, y'all take it easy. And we'll see you next time on the Random Assortment. Peace.